Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Shmael. I'm a medical student here within the UK. Today is episode two, Learning With My Eyes Closed. Now, I know for some of you, you're probably thinking, what a clickbait title. It really isn't. Well, it is, but it isn't. Trust me. Because you can actually learn with your eyes closed. It's something that everyone knows how to do, but not many people know um, you know, the value of this technique or actually appreciate it as much. So really, today I'm going to highlight that. And yes, you've probably guessed it, maybe I'm talking about sleep. And sleep is definitely something that everyone does every day. Well, hopefully, well, some people don't, some people do. But it's that one thing that impacts our lives greatly. It can make you feel amazing, but it can also make you feel really groggy if you have a lack of sleep. So it's really, really important for me to highlight today how sleep can affect our, you know, education. So I'm not going to speak about the health side of things. I'm going to leave that for later down the line, but I'm going to talk about education. So if I was to, you know, simplify three different stages for you to actually utilize sleep for your education, in other words, help you remember more stuff. Well, here are the stages. Stage one, learn the information with your eyes open. That's a must. Uh, Stage two is take a break for a few hours. Now, that break is very, very important. Because um, imagine this, you're typing up a Word document on your computer and then suddenly you decide, okay, right, turn it off. You're not giving your computer that time, that break to actually automatically save it. Whereas if you, you know, control S or save it, manually save it, you're actually giving it time to process the information. And whilst in the background, you might be surfing the internet and it will automatically save. Likewise, with our brains and stuff, you've got to give it time, you've got to give it a break uh, to actually save all that information that you've spent learning throughout the day. So that, you know, you could, that break could literally be, you know, going out for a walk, um, speaking to family, um, ideally not go on your phone because um, phones, you know, they tend to consume a lot of a lot of our minds. Um, phones, technology, that's another thing. Um, so there's a lot of this, uh, stuff to talk about, you know, in terms of technology and how it's, you know, taking over our minds and stuff. But anyways, that's for a different day. But what I'm going to be talking about is sleep and how to actually utilize sleep correctly. Now, when we go to bed, there's this phase that we go through or our brain goes goes through this certain phase and it's called storage. Now, visualize this, right? Now, close your eyes for a second and visualize this librarian. Um, they come into your head every single night and they see all the information you have collected throughout the day, which are essentially books, books full of memories. And of course, with every book, what do you do with it? You store it on a bookshelf. Now, the librarian, though, only works for a certain amount of time. So the less time your eyes are closed for or the less time you sleep for, the less books are stored and then therefore any remaining books or any remaining information that you've collected throughout the day will be chucked in the bin with the rest of the, you know, lost memories. And then suddenly it will get the bin will overflow and then it will get, you know, burnt or whatever the process is of getting rid of memories in your head. But that's just a visualization to express what our brain does in the night. So this is basically 
in emphasizing the importance of having a good night's sleep and a long night's sleep. When I say long, I don't mean too long, because even having an excessive amount of sleep can be, you know, have its own effects. But I'm talking about, you know, around six to eight hours, what we should be getting in a day. Now, when you reach darkness, it's so important to rest those eyelids of yours. But as with any exam preparation, of course, we all know, if you're a student, you'll definitely know that you will try and power through the night, you will you know, do an all-nighter, but you really do need to prioritise your sleep more. If you prioritise your sleep more, your sleep will prioritise you in terms of it will give back a lot more than you actually think it will. And so it's very, very important to actually give sleep its value. Now, of course, I'm not going to, you know, speak about all of this without any research. So research at Tel Aviv University looked at children in fourth grade and sixth grade. Uh, so one group would, you know, go to bed 30 minutes earlier each night and the other group would stay up 30 minutes later each night. And what would happen is that a couple of days later, the children were then tested and they were tested on their educational performance and it revealed that those who went to bed later each day lost two years worth of development. So someone who was a sixth grader or someone who was in year six would end up with the performance of an individual who was a fourth grader or someone who was in year four. So it comes to say that having less sleep really does impact your process uh, your processing your development your cognitive development and potentially your memory as well now another piece of research so you've also got to remember that um you can actually impact your education greatly without doing too much effort so even a small extra amount of sleep can impact your education your memory your performance throughout the day greatly. So, for example, one American high school changed its school starting time from 7.25 to 8.30 a.m. And after this change, what they realised was the average math and verbal SAT score among the top 10% students had increased by 300 points, which is a lot of points there. So, obviously, they changed one thing, and that basically meant that individuals will probably get around half an hour extra sleep, assumably if they live close by. Um, so, even for me as well, like, if I, you know, was to question myself, what was it like? Um, for me, during my first year, during foundation year, I would have to wake up at 5.30 for a 9am lecture. Now, imagine how groggy I must have felt, you know, throughout the day. But then came first year where I actually had to wake up at around 7.30, no, sorry, 6.30 to get um, the get the train at 7.35. And just that extra amount of sleep literally made so much difference in terms of how I felt. And then there are certain days where I'd go to university at 10 o'clock and I'd, f I'd feel even more better throughout the day and I'd be able to have a greater degree of concentration. So I'm speaking about it firsthand. So definitely give yourself extra amounts of sleep. And obviously there are benefits with waking up early, but that's on the condition if you sleep early, because early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy and wise. They say it for a reason. But yeah, so that's pretty much it about sleep. And the main message is that if you are revising for an exam, do not compromise on a good sleep and a long night's sleep. While sleeping, obviously I'm talking about, you know, sleeping during the night, but napping during the day also has its benefit as well. 
So even napping for around like 20 to 30, 40 minutes um, can make a huge difference on your memory, your ability to understand content. And sometimes what they say is that um, if you come across an issue, sleep on it. They say that because your brain does this wonderful thing of, you know, organizing information and thinking about things clearly. So whilst, you know, your brain is doing all of that, you're resting, you're giving your body a break and all of that stuff. So there's a lot more research into this. Um, I won't, you know, tie you out. Um, with speaking about all of this research, but hopefully it's been interesting in terms of, you know, highlighting the importance of sleep. So now that you know, I hope you do have a wonderful night's sleep today, or if you are sleeping and you're listening to this podcast, then go to bed now, please. But anyways, um, I hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon and evening. And like I always say, stay happy and keep smiling.